This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Welcome to Social Geek Rockstars. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing concilia. We're on the road again with conference season, so I'm chatting with fellow travelers Abby Fogel of Unleashed Brands, Diane Fibbs of Franchise Update Media, Alan Krauss from Benetrends, and John Keen of ServiceMind about their IFA convention plans and their best business travel tips for 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by T-Source, Answer Connect, Hughes, and the panel is next after this word from Northeast Color. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com. Joining me today are Abby Fogel, John Keane, Diane Fibbs, and Ali Krauss. Welcome one and all to another Rockstar session. And, uh, and I think this is one where I can say, honestly say, I'm going to see you all in person in a very short amount of time. So it will be good to kind of get going there. Abby, let's start with you. I think you uh, win the award for most business travel already, and it's only like the 24th of the month or something like that. Um, how are things out there on the road right now? Uh, I know you've been out to see your team and you've been out to see um, other potential partners and franchisees and things like that. What's sort of the feeling of business travel right now? Are we are we back to where we were or are things just still different? I think we're back to pre-pandemic. I think we're business as usual. Um, there are still flight delays happening, but I also think that people are more um, expecting of that just because there's been so many this year. You kind of almost expect to be a little bit delayed or something to be a little bit messed up in. Um, hopefully people are more understanding of those things. But yeah, I, I see a lot of people on the road all the time. I saw a lot of amazing people at conferences this year, um, this past year. And so hoping that continues well into 2023. And we're coming up on, I don't know, what are we, five weeks away or something like that for the IFA annual convention. Um, I would assume you've got a pretty good crew coming from Unleash Brands, Abby. Yes. Yeah. We have a squad of about 10 coming from Unleash Brands. Super excited to be back at IFA with all of our friends. Um, for those that were there last year, we had some fun Play-Doh on a contest in the attendee bags. Oh, and yeah. so shameless, shameless plug, we will also have the Play-Doh in a new contest this year. Um, so excited to do that. And then, yeah, just be back together with everyone to connect and learn. Um, I'm also graduating with my CFE this year. I know there's a lot of people in franchising, it seems, that will also be on stage. So I think it'll be a pretty stacked um, class graduating with CFE. I know Ali graduated last year, which was exciting. So, um, yeah, excited to connect, learn, and officially graduate with my CFE. Congratulations on that. And if anybody has not gone through that process yet, make sure you do. It's um 
it, it's something that we support here a lot. So glad to see uh, you, you finished that up, Abby. Allie, um, now that you're, you've been a CFE for almost a year, um, <laughs> tell me, tell me kind of what your plans are for IFA. I know Benetrends is a big sponsor of IFA and, and a lot of shows. Um, anything big and exciting that you guys are planning this year? We do. But before I tell you, I'm also going to share that graduating with my CFE at IFA last year was actually my favorite part of the whole event because really they do spread it out over a couple of days. And it's really neat that you almost get to bond with your like classmates, like people I didn't even know, right? Is you, you go to rehearsals and you learn where you're standing on the stage and you kind of get your little CFE buddy. So um, I graduated with some friends last year. I know I graduated with Patty Rother. I graduated with Sheila Fisher. So it was nice to know a couple people, but I also got to know a lot of new people. Um, and one of the coolest things they do is they put on a cocktail reception one night when you get your special bat, your pin that you wear, you take a photo, and you get to bring a plus one. So this is everyone's opportunity who's listening to bring me as their plus one. <laughs> I don't currently have a ticket and I don't want to miss that because it was my favorite part last year. So I'm maybe plugging Abby and also any of my other friends graduating. I am available for your date. Um, but aside from the CFE graduation, we are really excited for IFA this year at Penetrans because it's our first year renting a booth, which is mm. kind of weird. And That's crazy. Uh, you, so you've crazy. never done a booth before. Wow. Well, we've done booths. I've never rented one. So okay. we're working with a trade show warehouse because we're preferred vendors of the IFA this year. We have a 10 by 20, which is really big. And we've never had a booth that large. So when looking at all of our old stuff, Booths age very quickly in this industry, right? <laughs> so yeah. we decided to actually go with this trade show warehouse that completely designs one, builds it, takes it down, and recycles it. So um, it won't be ours. We don't own it. It's literally a full process booth um, building and deconstruction that it won't be ours after this show. So kind of crazy the way it works, but it's been exciting watching it all come together and be part of the design process for that. Um, we're not taking a huge crew. There's uh, five of us going this year, but really excited to have something new and fresh and energetic for the brand this year that um, we're going to get to share with everyone. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I, I thought that was crazy to think that Benetrends had not had a booth, but renting a booth. Renting it, yeah. Man, I why did I not think of that idea? That sounds like a, a that sounds like a moneymaker right there. You know, the first one I ever saw actually was at multi-unit a couple years ago. Daddy's Chicken Shack did one that was actually built out of recycled material that they printed relatively cheap and they just recycled it. And they literally left it all in Vegas at multi-unit a couple years ago. And I thought it was the most creative thing I'd ever seen. Ours is not on paper. It is a full-blown like fabric one, <laughs> uh, but it was really, really creative. And I'm actually surprised that that was two full multi-unit shows ago. And I haven't seen people really doing it since. I thought it was going to catch on. So we'll we'll see if it catches up. But I think Daddy's was the first one to do something really creative and and new. You had me a chicken. <laughs> John, what do you guys have planned for uh, the IFA convention coming up? So last year was our first year with a booth. In past years, you know, we kind of gone and hung out and met people. But um, we launched our first booth last year. And then after we did that, we immediately said, you know, it's time to rebrand. So we need new logo, new colors. So toss that booth, got a new one. <laughs> you know how they age then, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're doing a good sales job for the renting weeks. of a booth, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, so we'll go with three people again this year. Uh, and again, super excited to kind of get back to, um, you know, seeing everybody we haven't seen in a while. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's the go-to event that everybody put to the top of their list. And so um, we've been, been going for a long time. Um, and now with the booth, we have a place that's kind of a home base, right? So you can kind of send people there to meet up with you and whatever. So as, as a supplier, right, you know, highly recommend having some physical real estate so that you can kind of have a home base to, to launch operations from. Yeah. And, and I would add too, um, it's good to have some real estate. It's also good to have some people who are eager to work in the booth because I always have a booth, but I'm never in the booth. That's uh, kind <laughs> yeah. of a, kind of a change on the uh, work on your business, not in your business. I feel kind of the same about a booth. Um, but uh, this year, I think I, I may actually hang out in the booth a little bit more. <laughs> I, I probably should do that this year. Um, Diane, good to see you. And I know after we get past IFA, there's um, there's uh, no slowdown in the convention business in this space. We've got the, uh, the multi-unit franchise conference coming up, and I want to make sure I have the right dates on that. Uh, April 25th through the 28th in Vegas. Yes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure everything is done and, and you're ready and, uh, there are no last minute plans that need to be yeah. done for that show. Yep. <laughs> Always. How were things last year with all of your shows? Did you get the sense that we were all back to normal business travel or normal franchise business travel, or were we sort of creeping back to the normal level? How, how did you assess 2022 overall? I think I would agree with Abby. I think things are pretty much back to normal or they seemed like they were back to normal, especially for us. So on the multi-unit franchising conference side of the business, we had we had one in August and then we had another one in April. And mm -hmm. so right. we weren't quite sure what was going to happen, but attendance was good. Franchisees were on the floor looking for opportunities. They were, you know, doing business and finding new brands and products and services. So that was always good. Content was well received. Um, the Franchise Customer Experience Conference, that's our new one where we partnered with the IFA and Unleash Brands. Thank you as a, a premium sponsor. It was last year. Um, that one was new. We were happy with that one. I think that there's a lot of room for us to grow there. I think in the in the whole concept concept of customer experience in the franchise industry, nobody's done it before. So I think we've got a, a lot of room and, and space there. And of course, the leadership and development conference, which was in October, was a record attendance sellout crowd and everybody seemed to be really happy and getting a lot of networking done. So we're looking forward to that one too. And, and we'll um, be at the IFA too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and just to stay on the IFA for a second, and then we'll get to um, uh, back to some of the other shows. Does anybody have anything um, that they just want to pass on as far as advice, maybe for people who, haven't been to an IFA convention before, or maybe they have, but it's been a few years, maybe since before pandemic and that kind of thing. And maybe they're getting back to it. Any, any tips or advice or, or sort of, you know, hacks that you have for navigating a really successful IFA convention? My recommendation would be do your homework, make a plan, 
right? Mm -hmm. I always try to set goals before I go to an event. So I always, I always try to determine who do I want to meet? What do I want to learn? And how, how do I further support my brand through products, services, opportunities, you know, so that's content, who are you going to meet? What do you, what are you looking for in the exhibit hall? And then come back and report back to my supervisor and to the CEO. I, it was something that one of my bosses recommended a long time ago um, when I first started doing events. And it seems like it, it works really well. And I think it's really important for the IFA because there's so much to do there. And there are so many people to meet that if you if you don't have a plan and you're not organized in some fashion, it can be really overwhelming, especially the first time you go there. And, and I can say, I learned that the hard way too. <laughs> I compared it to Disney too. It's like, you say when you go to Disney, you can't do it all in one trip, right? It's almost like that with IFA. It's not a negative. There's there's incredible opportunity there, but you just can't do it all. No one physically can. I don't, I don't believe so at least. So I think if you find the things that you want to do the most, you'll leave with a successful trip under your belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think some of the advice I got when I first started going to the IFA was plan for the long haul, kind of like what you're saying, Allie, right? You can't meet everybody you want to meet. You can't see everybody you want to see. You can't do everything you want to do in one IFA. You kind of have to have the long game and plan, right? You have to go every year. You have to do other things. You know, it's very much a case of you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. And, you know, that, that longevity, right, gets rewarded because you build those relationships over time. Those things create opportunities for connections and networking, and you just can't get that from from a one and done visit. So definitely, if, if this is your first IFA, you know, make sure it's also not going to be your last IFA. Love that idea, Abby. Yeah, a couple of things I would say is actually putting items and meetings and whatever you need to be at on your calendar. For instance, this morning, like the CFE sessions, Ali was just talking about earlier, the rehearsal the practice, all of that. I literally put those on my actual calendar this morning because those are important to me. And so, um, you know, what you schedule gets done. And so I would recommend going through the agenda, looking at the key things. If you're, if you want to get coffee with someone, actually schedule that with them. Um, that way you make it happen. And so I would just put things on your calendar and try to, you know, adjust when needed, but stick to that as much as possible. And then for those that are traveling with teams, whether it be a team of you know, two or a team of 10, making sure everyone on your team is on the same page as far as goals is really important. So before we go to conferences, we always have like a, a pre-conference meeting. What are our goals? What are we hoping to do there? Last year, Unleash Brands was fairly new in, in the marketplace um, at IFA. And so also just making sure our team knew talking points when it came to our brand, um, some key stats about us and things like that. So especially for those that are maybe representing a new brand or um, their team is maybe younger, their concepts younger, making sure you have those solid talking points if you are meeting with someone and that your team knows and understands those. I love that idea of the, the pre-event meeting or huddle. Um, and I think something I would throw into that huddle is uh, let's scatter and divide and conquer. I see way too often uh, a group of 
you know, eight people all from the same brand, whether it's a franchisor or supplier, and they're all going to dinner together and they're all sitting at the same table and they all go to the same sessions. It's like, I can talk to you people the other 51 weeks out of the year, right? Let's all go do other stuff and expand our influence and, and meet lots of new people. Um, so that's, I think that's my tip is, is divide and conquer and, and split up your team. I would also say this, and, and I did this a couple of years ago, and I totally plan on doing it this year. Um, for a while, I was getting roped into all of the quote unquote marketing activities, right? All the marketing track. Go check out some of the other tracks for something that you're not actively doing in your day-to-day -day job. Because let's face it, if you've been in marketing for a while, um, you probably know a lot of the things that they're talking about there, but you don't have any idea what's going on in the Fran Dev track or the franchise relations stuff or the operations track. I have zero clue what's going on in operations these days. And guess what? I need to learn that real soon. So I'm going to spend a lot of my time at this IFA um, away from you know the marketing pack and, and uh, spending more time with operations because I think... Um, just when I think I know it all, I realize how much I, little I know about other areas. So I need to improve that about myself. So that's that's kind of my plan too. So can I also so, celebrate that it's at a non-smoking hotel? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the most amazing thing about Vegas? Walking through a casino and you're like, oh, 1975. That's what it smelled like. Right? Yeah, like, like it's just and so. You, and you can't get anywhere without walking through a casino. Right. I think that's by design. Yeah. Your clothes yeah. just come home with like a stench. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So Allie, instead of the recyclable booth, maybe we need recyclable clothes. And we just, <laughs> or just <laughs> leave your whole suitcase. Just there. leave yeah. everything there. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back. Out, it, Vegas. <laughs> pick it up in two this years. Is, this is probably too much information, but I will tell you, I always take shoes that are on their last leg when I go to Vegas and then I'd leave them. <laughs> All right. Because I'm like, they're going to be thrown in the trash eventually anyway. And they they hurt my feet so bad that I don't want to bring them home. So somebody always gets a pair of shoes when I'm there. Nice. Speaking of shoes, so my advice is if you have a booth at IFA, always pay for the upgraded padding. Oh, right. Like never cheap out on the carpet padding. Yeah. Or if, you, there like all day, so. or if you don't go hang out with your friends who paid for the expensive exactly, exactly. stand in their booth. Because you can tell the difference, right? Hughes powers the networks that people and franchises everywhere depend on. Hughes enables franchises to attract and retain more customers and create consistent brand experiences across locations. And once the right network is in place, franchises can further use their existing equipment, like providing secure Wi-Fi for guests or deploying digital signage to engage customers. A secure, high-performing network can protect a franchise against data breaches and the harm they can cause the brand and business. Hughes is small enough to care, large enough to succeed. Reach out and find out how Hughes can become your your networking partner. Call Carl Udler at 301-601-6427 or visit Hughes.com slash franchise. Too many projects, short on staff, unhappy franchisees, and information security concerns. 
These are just a few of the areas where T-Source can assist your brand. Technology should be an asset to help you build your franchise brand and attract more franchisees, not a burden weighing you down on IT fires and outdated systems. Check out T-Source Tailored IT Solutions as your trusted strategic IT partner. T-Source can increase efficiencies, improve your customers' and franchisees' experiences, and modernize an aging IT infrastructure. Choose from fully managed IT services or pick and choose your management options, including fractional IT resources. Let T-Source handle your IT challenges so you can work on growing your franchise. Schedule a call today at tsourceit.com slash franchises. What else is on the calendar that everybody's looking forward to when it comes to franchise events? I know we talked a little bit about multi-unit coming up in April. Um, anything else that uh, that people really have marked their calendar and this is going to be sort of the next big thing for the year? We did Springboard last year, and that was a good that was a good event. And what did you take away from Springboard that maybe you didn't get at some of the bigger shows? Uh, it's, a, it's a smaller affair, right? So there's mm-hmm. you know less than a thousand people there. Um, I think they had a lot bigger turnout this past year than they had expected, and so it was really really crowded, which I think is a good opportunity to either catch COVID or get to meet some people that you didn't <laughs> know very well. Um, just because you're crammed into a small room, but so so it's I mean everything it's 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 a lot like the IFA. Of course, there's no there's no exhibit hall or anything, right? But it's it's smaller, more intimate, smaller groups, uh, and lots of opportunities for for more networking stuff. So and then that's, there's also a focus on emerging brands as well, um, which is which is always nice to kind of see, you know, the the new opportunity, you know, the next big thing, right? Yeah. You know, you say, I knew them when I didn't do anything with it, but I, I knew them when, you know, yeah. how cool was that? Right. So, yeah. And speaking yeah. of which, Allie, you went to the emerging show last year. It was the first one I've, I've missed in, in a few years. Um, you had a pretty good experience there. I think you said. Yeah. Great one. We, it was reminding me of what you're saying about springboard actually, John, cause we had a fantastic experience there. It was this tight group mm-hmm. of people that were so new and fresh to franchising that it just felt so different than other shows. Like to hear the people in that room and that energy of these new franchisors that were there to learn from the bigger brands and the more experienced people who were leading the round tables was a really special thing. So I'm actually excited to go back this year already. I can't believe I'm saying this year, but <laughs> we were just, there because it's November show, but um, they're back in Louisiana this year and I've actually never been there. So there's part of me that's really sad. I don't get to go back to Nashville, but it'll be fun to go somewhere that I've personally never been and that I've never been to a show at. So definitely looking forward to that one this year. And then I also want to throw out there that listening to you guys talk about these different shows is so exciting to me because one of my goals for the year is to try to really get crafty right? Like I think so many of us on this call and just people in general start to go to these shows year after year after year. And while they're all still exciting, there's really nothing like the first time you went to one. Like I'm raving about emerging because it was the first time I went, 
am I going to say the same thing in November? I don't know. So what I'm trying to personally do for myself and just being on a franchise high in general and for my brand as well is to get a little crafty with how we're doing things in terms of sponsorships this year. Like Abby mentioned the Play-Doh last year. So cool. Such a way for people to remember Unleashed Brands. Like it was spot on for their brand. But I would challenge, especially the suppliers out there, I would challenge people out there to get crafty. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw out a secret that I don't even know if Diane, you know this, but Barbara from Franchise Update and I are actually working on um, a sponsorship for FLDC this year that's wrapping the popcorn containers with our brand because it drew this big crowd of people who were so excited to go to this little popcorn stand. And so instead of just looking at the sponsorship paper and say, okay, I'll take bronze or okay, I'll take this sign, right? I almost would challenge you to get more crafty because I'm sure Diane can chime in as soon as I stop this rant, but I think the shows would be eager to hear your idea, right? If you have this idea or this creative opportunity to do something different for your brand that still supports the show, take it, ask for it. Don't, don't just click the next box for what you're showing up with, right? Do something that energizes yourself and the brand. And I think it sets you up for a very exciting year of shows. That's not just the standard. This is where we go every year at the same hotel, at the same conference, <laughs> with the same people. Ali brings up a good point. And I think anything that you can do to differentiate your brand is going to resonate, right? Like I will tell you, I think, that what Unleashed Brands has done with taking some of these premium sponsorships at events that are primarily targeted to brands and not franchisees is genius, right? Because everybody's talking about them. Mm -hmm. Like, and everybody's been talking about the brand for a year, right? Like, why are they sponsoring this event? Well, because it fits in their strategy, but it also, their strategy is to differentiate their brand so that they can grow the way that they want to grow. And I think it's really smart. And I think that's like the, the point I was trying to make, like even at emerging IFA had us in this pretty tight space, which wasn't a negative. It forced us all to be together, but there were these massive poles that were blocking us between our tables. Well, they sold sponsorships and wrapped them. Right? <laughs> oh, so nice. I just think there's like cool opportunities. Like we actually like faced one of our competitors the whole time because it was on the pole in front of us. But th- it makes me think like, where are there opportunities to get more crafty when you have this large marketing budget that you're trying to get the best use out of? So it it just goes along with, with the reconsider what you're doing. Don't just pay for it and slap your logo on something, right? Like how can you take it to the next level so that it supports your brand? I was going to say, I think also kind of like what has worked in the past, right? So if it's, you know, if it's having your name everywhere and that works well for you, then go do that. If having a group of people, a large number of people that are kind of in the space to kind of, you know, interact and meet more people, then do that. You know, if it's, if it's walk and visit every single booth and introduce yourself, right, then go do that. It's, it's definitely a case of, look at what's working. And then like you said, get crafty to, to get the maximum out of it. Yeah. I was just going to piggyback off and I love Ali's idea and concept of just getting crafty and thinking outside the box. Last year at IFA, we had temporary tattoos at Fran Jam, which stayed on some individuals for several days after and kind of became hilarious <laughs> and a joke. And we also just were, we got temporary tattoos with a thought that we were going to hand them out, but then people started putting them on at Fran Jam. I'm sorry, people- Abby. 
actually, Abby started putting them on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Abby. No, you said people uh, started putting uh, them on. I'm okay, just I was also part them. of that. I was a part of that. Um, <laughs> but people wanted them like on their necks and like all back of their necks. We were like shocked, amazed, surprised, hilarious. But we got several texts like after the fact and several days after that these tattoos were still on, which just became like really funny. Even our team members, some of our team members went on vacation after IFA. One one of our recruiters went to Mexico and she sent a photo of her arm and was like, unleash brands in Mexico. Someone else from our team went somewhere else and it just became really funny. But again, that was like, we had not done it before, thinking outside the box, like kind of a weird random thing, but it kind of stuck and, and made people remember us. And I think the visual element there too is something that you know, nobody really worried too much about 10 years ago, um, things that someone might, oh, I don't know, share on Instagram or make a TikTok <laughs> video with my Unleashed Brands tattoo, right? Yeah. Like we're now we're on this whole other level where if what you're doing, or in Allie's words, getting crafty with, if what you're doing isn't visual, I, I think you're missing out because it's it isn't what you and your team are wearing and doing and so forth at these shows. It's what the hundred people or thousand people that you touch at those shows could share today, tomorrow, maybe next week on, on social media and, and maybe make some videos out of. And, and let's face it, that's more fun content for social than anything else you're actually going to produce about how awesome your brand is. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's uh, so um, Abby, I'm guessing we're going to see more tattoos this year. You won't see tattoos, actually. We've got some other fun things planned. Wow. Oh, interesting. Nice tease. Um, <laughs> and anybody else have anything that you want to share about any of the upcoming shows? Any plans you have? Or or uh, have we given out too much information already? Well, so what I'm hearing is tattoos available then. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you All need right. some tricks, tattoos are available. We won't have temporary tattoos there. Well, I'm thinking um, permanent, you know, kind of go all go all in, right? I agree. I think um, is it anytime fitness will pay for you to get a tattoo of their uh, logo? I, think that's right. I believe yeah. it's franchise where that does that. Yeah. You could start that for service minor. There exactly. you go. I'll exactly. uh, let me know what the what the fee is gonna be, John. I may be all interested right. in that. Okay, so. we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up. Excellent. Well, before we go, I wanted to get into some general business travel, kind of like how we started the show. Um, does anybody have any tips or or tricks for um, everybody who's about ready to hit the road? Anything people should really um, think about before they pack that suitcase or before they put on whatever shoes to hit the airport? Anything that you found in the past year or so that has really made travel easier and and maybe a, a tad bit more enjoyable that you'd like to share anyone uh book early in the day right because if you're the you know the the delays you know there's not much slack in the system anymore right it's yeah. like every seat is full every plane is full every gate is full and so if one thing hiccups right it's just kind of cascades all the way down so if you book early in the day Odds are that one will be on time and everything else will be, you know, will be delayed. So that was kind of, I learned that lesson, you know, when, when the last five of the day, oh, that got canceled, you know, <laughs> not, not, now what am I going to do? Yeah. You get to stay one more day. Terrific. Exactly. Um, anybody else thoughts, tips, tricks? So I would say if you don't already have 
your secure ID on your driver's license and have all of those pieces that connect, get them. Because TSA pre-check is backing up, clears become super popular, and the best way to get through security right now is through secure ID. Interesting. I do mm. not have that. Thank you, Diane. My favorite travel thing is packing cubes. At the risk of sounding like a nerd, I'm very <laughs> passionate about packing cubes. You can ask anyone on my team. I love them. Use them on every trip. So that's my recommendation. Please buy yourself some packing cubes. You can fit so much in your carry-on. Okay. You have to go into a little bit more detail. Yeah. I have no idea what a packing cube is. So so tell me more. Yeah, for as much as you travel, you don't know? Oh my gosh. This, this could be life-changing, everybody. Hold on. Now, now, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I will send you a link. So packing cubes, you can get on Amazon. I have the Away ones because I have the Away carry-on suitcase. But you can get like a generic brand on Amazon. They work just as well. But they're little almost like they're just material that you zip and they're little, again, cubes that you put your clothes in. And then, but you, it it's almost similar to where like the um, vacuum sealed was like all the rage. It's right. similar to that, but it's not vacuum sealed. You're literally just putting your clothes and things in this kind of cube like thing that you zip up, but it kind of does compress it that you can fit a lot in the little cube and it's also great for organizing your clothes. And then if you take them out of your suitcase, you can kind of keep them in categories of clothing, like your, maybe your nighttime attire and your daytime attire. You could put those in separate cubes. I also know people who plan their cubes by day. So there's, there's some different methods to this as well, but I'm more of a cube by category versus cube by day gal and makes it easier again guys i told you things sound very nerdy and very passionate about packing cubes um but so now we know what your giveaway is going to be right the unleashed brand <laughs> packing cubes yeah. coming soon get on board folks okay. i love that thank you for that advice abby that's it's like, like pill dispensers for your clothes right yes. nice i come from the land of travel before wheels so that is great <laughs> advice for me Perfect. All right, Allie, you get to close this section out. What's uh, what's your best travel tip happening right now? Um, so recently I started traveling with Nicole Sala, who's the um, CMO at Kitty Academy. She's become a good friend and we happen to live really close to each other. Abby and I live really close together. So I started for the first couple of years running into franchise people in the airport. And I was like, never in like makeup or in like, I was in like a hoodie with my hat down on the way home at least. And I'd always run into IFA people because I live in Baltimore, they're in DC area. <laughs> Excuse me. But recently I actually just thought it was actually fun to travel with someone, right? You have the option to travel alone all the time, which I personally really love, but Nicole and I are flying home from Vegas together. So I'm kind of excited to have that person that I can share an Uber with and know she's local. And honestly, us being local is what built this local franchise friendship. And we get to have coffee and lunch and travel occasionally together now. So I would recommend finding your local franchise friend that you can get to know better while traveling to shows. All right. Well, and that's a great travel buddy to have. Almost as good as my travel buddy, Pete Baldine, but you know, that's, that, that's for other stories at another time, but uh, Pete, Nicole, and all of our friends in franchising, we will see you soon in Vegas and uh, parts unknown after that. Everybody, thanks for joining us today. Um, I will see you all very, very soon and uh, safe travels. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, thanks Jack. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you.
Before we go, a quick word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, Hey. Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they set appointments, follow up on potential clients via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit AnswerConnect.com slash franchise. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.